Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Turbocharger customer experience results with nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very of all slow. The, all the options. In spite of me. <laughs> like, what did we do? It's so slow. Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on the Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 313, episode 3 of the Daily Zeitgeist, a production of iHeartRadio. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness. It is Wednesday, November 15th, 2023. What's November 15th? That's easy. It's National Education Support Professionals Day. It's National Raisin Brand Day. National Spicy Hermit Cookie Day. I don't know what the fuck that is. National Bunt Cake Day. I know what that is. Uh, National Clean Out Your Refrigerator Day. National Philanthropy Day. And America Recycles Day. Or do they? Because in LA, I see them putting the recycling and the trash in the same truck. And it goes. And I'm saying, well, I, I guess they separated at some point. But that's where we are. Uh, Blake, do, you, do, do any of those resonate with you? Yeah, clean out your fridge day. I think okay, for me good. is every single day. Yeah, no, we. Oh, good I subscribe to forty six um, meal kit companies, so <laughs> it's a constant. <laughs> it's a real mess. You always have a bag of, of uh, rapidly spoiling spinach for some reason in the back of your. It's a race against it. the clock. It. Yeah. Uh, well, you already know what time it is. My name is Miles Gray, aka the Blazer for any occasion, the Lord of Lancashire, uh, your boy Kusama, <laughs> obviously, and you heard me pull my guest host in it's the lord of chaos himself one of my favorite people and i believe one of your favorite people too please welcome my guest host blake wexler hey thanks for having miles uh this is blake wexler aka i want to blake free i want to blake free i want to blake free from jack's lies he's so (laughs) self-satisfied i don't need him (laughs) Uh, it's great to be here thanks for letting me co-host oh yeah i'm like it's a lot of responsibility no, no, not at all. Not no, no, I'm on the show. Out. We don't do anything. We're worthless. No, I'm, in, I'm just 
hub. Don't say that. We're mere voices. <laughs> <It's a union laughs> job. Yeah. <laughs> We're mere voices. We're mere yeah. voices. Uh, but yes, let's move on to our guest today. First time guest, but someone I've definitely known about for some time. I'm sure many people have as well. Um, not only is this person a very talented author, they're also a comedian. They've worked in tech. They gave us many memories throughout 2020 on the social medias. I think it's safe to say that their debut memoir, Foolish, is out now because it Ooh. is out now. That's why it is safe to say, it's and you should pick it up. Uh, please welcome, and obviously I do want to give the subhead to that title, Foolish, Tales of Assimilation, Determination, and Humiliation. I think words many of us that listen to the show can live by. Great please welcome to the third chair. Sarah Cooper! Cooper! Oh my God. This is the best intro I've ever gotten. <laughs> no. This is amazing. Really? Well, yes. You're amazing. Well, Make it easy. It's, Sarah's it's top right. 25 for sure. I okay, mean, we'll it's take up that. there. We'll yeah. take that. We'll take that. I mean, the You've singing, the yelling, <laughs> okay. the jerseys in the background. It's uh-huh. really, it's a lot going on here. Yeah, it's a lot going on. Well, this is the, all the, the rack of jerseys behind me is because I don't have proper soundproofing. So this is kind of like <laughs> baffling. Uh, and it's also yeah. baffling to my partner why I have so many jerseys as someone who's almost Yeah, that is a cost-efficient way of doing it, is buying authentic jerseys instead of, it's just, know, my, just padding. Yeah. They're my they're my kids' jerseys. I've had these for I so many it. years. You know what I mean? Yeah, I thought you were just jerseys. showing off. No, I mean, I do show off my new Wu-Tang <laughs> New York Knicks jersey. Yeah. I am, mm-hmm. I am proud of that one. That's I, in the front for a reason. You put that there. Absolutely. That's absolutely. Right. Uh, I spent way too much money on it. But anyway, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us. I, I know you, you've been, you're traveling, you're all over the place. So thank you for making the time for stopping by. Really appreciate that. Oh, anytime. Anytime oh. for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> this is getting started so well. I feel like we already know each other. Um, and how, like, book how's that been putting out your first memoir because mm-hmm. this isn't your first book right this is this is something you've done this is just your first memoir yeah this is my first memoir i had another book called 100 tricks to appear smart in meetings and then i had another book nice. called how to be successful without hurting men's feelings and then i had a few other things i did but this is the first one with like words lots of words you know, and sentences and like paragraphs yeah. and like chapters and stuff. So that yeah. was like, yikes, you know. Yeah. So you can't color in the images on this one because that's like, no. like a traditional, like a traditional book. Yeah. No. And <laughs> they were going to have, yeah. they were going to have like a little section with like pictures and stuff. And then I think they, we decided not to. So like, it doesn't even have that many pictures in it, to be honest. Oh, wow. That's huge. Yeah. Do you, I mean, are you on a tour for it now? Is that why you're, you're traveling or... Um, my tour kind of ended already. The book came out mm-hmm. in October, but I'm doing another event here in Boston. Amazing. So that's why I'm doing a little traveling. But, you know, I spent too much money on clothes this month. So <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to I was going to take myself on a trip to like London and now I don't have money for that. So now I just I'm in Boston for two days. So <laughs> instead of London, I'm in Boston for two days in the middle of November. So that's hey, smart. Okay. at least you're in New England. You know, yes. yes, there's that. Yes. You know, Boston is the work. London of New England. I oh my say. god, what <laughs> yeah. a good connection! Yeah, instead of Thank England, I'm, I'm in New England. Yeah. <laughs> do you do you do you do that thing like when you look at all the clothes you bought that prevented you from going London, and you look at them, you're like, that's London. I'm looking at London right now. This yes. like reminds me when I would do shit like that, buy shit I didn't need, and I'm like, yeah. oh, now I can't do this other thing. And I'm like, this pair of soccer cleats that I bought for I don't know why, I haven't played in a year. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's. I think the thing that kills me is when I spend a lot of money on one outfit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm just like, I could have gotten eight outfits for this one <laughs> outfit. 
Yeah, the yeah. math isn't mathing. I get it. Mm. I for get for it. me, it's not travel. It's it's like medical expenses that I forgo because I'm like, oh, there's a pair of back surgeries that I have on the <laughs> ground. But instead, I went on StockX and, and purchased something. So no, I hear you. Yeah, travel. You have, wait, you need right back now. surgery, Blake? I I am uh, currently. You have, have two backs. Large... You need a pair of back yeah. surgeries. I, yes, that's true. Or was that's that like true. some I kind of biblical reference removed. to making the beast with two backs? Yes, I'm getting a back oh. reduction. Is what I'm getting because uh, I have two, and I'm told I only need one. Yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, it's good to know. Thank you for being honest. Thank, we appreciate transparency anytime, here. Anytime, edit that. Uh, Sarah, we got your back. Yeah, backs. We've got your backs. We've got your backs. Sarah, we're going to get to know you even better. Uh, but first, we got to let people know what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, Republicans got to talk about them. They're coping with being wrong by being wronger. It sounds hmm. like they're just doubling down on a bad hand. Uh, <laughs> you hate to see it or maybe you love to see it. And also finding out our our laws aren't quite keeping up with our driving habits. And we're going to look at how uh, a law from about like 20 years, laws from about 20 years ago, uh, haven't quite kept up with our cell phone technologies and how people are not being very good about being safe on the road. Truth Social, you hate to see it. They lost $73 million uh, since it launched. <laughs> and just turns out as they try and bring the company public, more information comes out as part of the process of merging. So we benefit from seeing just how what how the art of the deal actually works. Mm -hmm. And maybe that mm -hmm. Jeremy Renner has a better app than even Donald Trump. Then we'll talk about SpaceX. They're trying to launch a Starship rocket again uh, this week, but there's a lot of a lot of safety violations that have been going on at SpaceX. I had no idea about that are very troubling. Even if you are an Elon stan, they, well, probably not. But for those of us that aren't, very troubling. Um, and if we get time, uh, we'll talk about Andre 3000's new album that's coming out uh, Friday. Oh. Just drop that. We'll have us. time. Oh, yeah, we'll, we'll make time. time. We'll make yeah, that's time. that's the lead story. Even if we yeah. scrap every other story we're going to talk about. Before <laughs> we do any of, all, any of that, all of that, Sarah, what is something from your search history that's revealing about who you are? I was doing a deep dive on Suzanne Summers today. Okay. Yeah. And, Hell yeah. And I don't know, you 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 all are probably too young to remember Three's Company, but it was Hey, I Jack know about Tripp that. I agree with I agree yeah. with the sentiment. Jack Tripper was my first uh first celebrity crush. Oh and, wow, John Ritter. Uh, John Ritter, yeah. yeah. And um anyway, Suzanne Summers, uh she recently died. I don't yeah. know. You know, she died I think a, a week ago. Or no, a month ago. About she died a month ago. Yeah. October 15th, she died. Oh, yeah. Anyway, yeah. so she wrote 25 books. Did you know that? No. Wow. I, my, I mean... I think my knowledge of her went from, obviously, there's a knock on my door, they'll be waiting for you. Like, I was old mm -hmm. enough to watch Three's Company reruns, and then mm -hmm. I was like, oh, and then you became the thigh master lady. Right. And those are kind of the two, like pinnacle or like big standout moments in my elder millennial brain. Right. But she wrote, yeah. I didn't know she was a prolific author. She wrote 25 books. She left Three's Company and didn't talk to John Ritter for 20 years because she kind of ruined the show because she wanted to be paid as much as he was being paid on the show for like the fourth season there. or fifth season. Yeah. And then she had like a, a follow up sitcom that like called She's the Sheriff that just was rated 44th of the 50 worst shows ever made. Oh, no. But then she came back and she was the mom on Step by Step or yeah. one of those like, you know, yeah, CGI their Friday, whatever shows. Mm -hmm. And she was married to her husband for 55 years and he's still oh, wow. alive. He's 10 years older and he's still alive. And they had this like really explosive sex life, like into like their 
70s. Like they were having sex multiple times a oh, day. Yeah. And I'm okay. like, uh, I just, I found out a lot about Suzanne Summers. That's yeah. what I, mean. <laughs> I mean, she always had a bit of, you know, sex appeal to her. So I guess that, that doesn't quite strike me as surprising. But yeah, it's good to have like goals to be like, you can have sex multiple times a day in your 70s. And truly. Your truly. body will break. Yeah. Yeah. Man, what, what, like, were her books like sort of memoirs or was she also like, was she getting into like kind of interesting niche stuff? Her first book was a book of poetry. And the first time she did late night was talking about her poetry, her book of poetry. And in the book of wow. poetry is about touch and how important it is to touch people. And she got like Johnny Carson and Edmund Mann to hug each other because they never, she was like, you guys never touch each other. And like, they touched <laughs> each other for like the first time. It was like really funny. <laughs> and then she wrote a, a few memoirs and she wrote like self-help books. She had some weird medical theories that were like questionable. Oh, yeah. So, I'm just reading one right now that she <laughs> thinks uh, fluoride may have caused mass shootings right. or stuff in household cleaners. Okay, you know, we can't well, bat a thousand. Peer we can't bat a thousand. Yeah. yeah. But she did get breast cancer 22 years ago and a very aggressive breast cancer, and she survived for 22 years. So, you know, yeah. it worked. Maybe it worked for her, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow. Suzanne. You know, what a legend. What a legend. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Were you a fan we before? Or... Something... Oh, no, go ahead. <laughs> what were you going to say? Like, Do you want to know what I was going to say? Yeah, you're gonna, yeah shame yeah. yourself in front of everyone. Go ahead. I'm not shaming myself. I'm telling you a real story is that I knew that she was a prolific writer because in school, in like elementary school, we used to do something called summer's reading, where each summer we would read Suzanne Summer books exclusively <laughs> before the next grade. Stupid. So whatever you were going to say, now you can say it. <laughs> wow. You are you, hysterical you and really i hope that you will start start a movement across elementary schools i think summer reading needs to be a thing now summer reading does. yeah but, absolutely yeah. Thank you. and have all these kids talking about like is there fluoride in our water teacher we need to talk about this i read something very interesting i'm never going to brush my teeth again <laughs> yeah <laughs> like damn you summers uh, <laughs> i don't even know what i was going to say zeitgeist. yeah <laughs> That's i didn't true. know what i was going to say blake you completely neuralized me with that with that amazing top tier joke um uh, sarah what is something you think is overrated i have a few things if that's okay yeah 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 <laughs> We'll, we'll allow it. <laughs> yeah, the first, the first thing I would say is astrology. Mm -hmm. I had this conversation last week where I was telling a friend that I keep, I can't figure out like what I want. I keep going back and forth between things. Like, do I want to do this? Do I want to do that? And he was like, "Are you a Gemini?" And I was like, "No, I'm a Sagittarius." And he was like, "I knew it." Exactly. And I was like, right. <laughs> <laughs> "Wait a Come second! On. You, you yeah. knew that I was a Sagittarius, even though a second ago you thought I was a Gemini." <laughs> like, leave me alone. Like, why is everybody like, I'm like sun rising, like Scorpio falling, like what, whatever right, it is. Right. Like, what is it? Like, why do people, why do people believe in this? I just I don't understand it. It's, it's a way to, I mean, for, I, I always give this anecdote because <laughs> I was always interested by astrology, but it was usually at my loneliest. I got mm. into it because, uh, shout out Susan, Susan Miller's astrology zone. Uh, mm -hmm. She would have like love forecasts and be like, you're a Virgo. You need to keep your eye open. And that was yeah. a way for me to give myself some kind of hope mm -hmm. that I would be like, this thing is telling me some shit that I don't believe myself, but I need mm -hmm. someone who I believe is tapped into something larger mm -hmm. than I can understand to help me understand yep. that. And then, yeah, cut to things where people have been like, are you a Scorpio? I'm like, no, I'm a Virgo. Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And I'm like, exactly. come on yeah. now. Like, you sound like one of those like 
like those uh those psychics that get busted on tv where they're like yeah mm-hmm. yeah you have but a it, brother yeah, yeah yeah but also like when you were a kid like when i was like a boy crazy and you used to do those like you know paper things oh, where yeah. you're like fortune teller. Mm-hmm. yeah the fortune teller thing or the mash thing like yeah which also made me remember this idea this is what facebook needs to do okay yeah they have so <laughs> much information and data on every single person they could figure out like all of my data, who I am today, and they could match it up with someone who's very, very similar demographically and like mentally to someone who's five years older than me. And they could literally tell me where I'm going to be in five years, probably. <laughs> right, right, mm-hmm. right. Yeah, just, yeah. They could do that, that. That would be wild. Could you imagine? Like, I, that feels like such a double-edged sword because on one hand, you could see like all it would take a couple to be accurate and then people to completely give it all, like all their agency away to like the meta fucking right. oracle yeah exactly <laughs> but i just read that we don't have free will anyway so who cares yeah exactly <laughs> we're fine yeah. meta took it away meta yeah. took it away yeah. yeah that's why i don't fuck with the matrix you know what that's I mean? why i don't that's fuck why you with stop. The, you're in the <laughs> yeah. matrix nah nah mm-hmm. watch a fish this, can't nah. tell it's in water dude <laughs> i've been out i've been out <laughs> It was a real bad mushroom trip, but I'm pretty sure I was out for a little bit. Um, What else do you think is overrated, Sarah? Personal growth. Uh, mm. I think think knowing yourself, uh, you know, self-awareness. I feel like the people who are most successful aren't self-aware at all. Truly. Yeah, they have some. Yeah. Yeah. So why are we getting to know ourselves? Like, I feel like I've I've really gotten to know myself so much now that I'm basically who I was like 13 years ago. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and like the the sayings that my mom used to say that I used to think were so stupid, I now find myself saying them like it is what it is. Like, why am I saying that? Right. It's well, so I'm, scary when you start repeating what your parents do. It's I, it's, it's horrifying. I, but but also no free will. Also, it's tr- it's true. How mm-hmm. do you argue with it? Is what it is. Yeah, like, you can't argue yeah. with it. It's my this this is present. You're like, of course, that's an observation. Right. Right. Pretty objective. Hey, it's my dad used to say, don't step in the oil constantly whenever we'd walk through a parking lot. Like if a car was leaking oil and I'd be like, God, why does he always say that? And now I'm like, yeah, I guess I was stepping in it and dragging it through the carpets of our house. We had a carpet. We had carpets. Gotcha. And it ruined his life. So I'm like, yeah, "Yeah, thank you. It's been a good. (laughs) few years <laughs> but yeah i'm uh, a lot of nepotism in my life. <laughs> yeah um, tell, him, tell him about your grandfather mm-hmm. the carpet king of south carolina he was the carpet king of south carolina yeah no he <laughs> laid them so he was originally labeled a carpet bagger and then he turned lemons into lemonade and called himself yep. the carpet king and opened up a multi-billion dollar business what I love. he turned lemons yeah. into lemonade and became a carpet king yeah that's fascinating. Yeah, he opened up a lemonade stand and sold carpets <laughs> as an animal. Oh my god! Yeah. And was what, And when he called himself the Carpet King, did he spell carpet yeah. with a K too? See, it, it is King almost as if I think it didn't. It wasn't like the Calvin same. Klein logo, right? It was like a CK. It was ex- it was exactly that. Yeah, yeah. It was a hundred percent. You know exactly what's. Did you? Are you like scraping my Facebook data because I've posted about this a lot. I'm the oracle of directly. I'm the oracle. I can't tell of, what's yeah. real on this show. I really can't. <laughs> I'm <laughs> sorry. The, that's the goal. That was a joke. <laughs> okay. And but this is not the Matrix, though. We're in the real world. I want to say. I want to argue on behalf of the real world mm-hmm. there. Okay. But you'd say you think. I mean, you haven't had any personal growth. You said like I'm the same person I was 13 <laughs> years ago. Well, I had this. You know, I I my the first joke I ever wrote that ever told on stage was um, a year ago I was single, and today I'm no longer single. I'm now desperate. 
Um, <laughs> that's really funny. And that's a great. That's great. Thank you. And I, it's like true again. Oh, <laughs> I've been married. I've been divorced, and now I'm like right back where I was 13 right, years sure. ago. And it's just like, and I've done all this work on myself. I've had all these relationships and I've had all this like introspection and I've looked at everything and I've overturned everything and I've digged in and I've hunted and I'm right back where I started. So what was the point? What was the point? I think, I think it's, you know, we're all paying our tuition to the school of experience. I think you will now that whatever this next, you know, juncture, the next venture is romantically, it will, you're going to use all of these learnings, you know, I fuck that. Like what the yeah. fuck was it all like for? <laughs> yeah, no, it sounds awful. Wait, yeah. what are some of your first dates like, Sarah? <laughs> like, so oh, I don't up? even have dates. That's the one thing I did change is I got off mm. all the dating apps. Like, at 13 years ago, I was on all the dating apps. This time, I'm not. So I did gotcha. change that. Okay. Yeah. And what do you? What's what is, What's your methodology now? So you learned something there. You are different. I'm li- You're no longer. I'm literally an app. just mm-hmm. waiting. I'm literally just like a spider in a web, just like waiting <laughs> for somebody to come along. <laughs> Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> it's come. <laughs> when, yeah. you, when you meet that person. I'm waiting to suck the fucking oh sorry, no. Yeah. <laughs> to paralyze them with yeah. my venom. Yeah. You'll yeah. be a roll them up in a carpet. you will yeah. be a dried up husk when I'm done with you. Um what's something you think is underrated, Sarah? A fake plants. I really love my fake plants. Ooh. Um, they make me feel like I'm taking care of things, but then I don't actually have to take care of anything, but mm-hmm. it's like, it adds all this greenery. I don't know. I really love fake plants and I really feel like people look down on me for not having real plants and they keep trying to get me to like get a cactus or get a succulent or something that like, shut up. Just, I have fake plants yeah. and it's okay. You know? Yeah. Shout out to plastic plant people. I, I, yeah. I have more judgment seeing somebody with dead ass plants than I would fake plants. So right. yeah. Aside that from the always- air quality being different. Yeah. Why not? Mm-hmm. That's such so indicative of your friends knowing that like you're a busy performer, writer, comedian that they're like, oh, w- don't get something that you need to nourish and take care of. Get something that doesn't require water or any care whatsoever that you can just leave in your home. No, I think fake plants are amazing because now they look real. Like this isn't the 40s back you when it's like, oh, times- that's abs- yeah. You know, that's when it was this like is definitely not you... the 40s. Yeah, this yeah. is no, not back know. when they used to look so fake and like, yeah, yeah thank you. <laughs> Where you're like, that's it's gotten a... better with each decade. <laughs> with each decade, it's really improved. Yeah. Um, oh, to my, the point... my grandfather was the fake plant king. So, no, oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm like, go on, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> Let us know, you know, did you come from meager upbringings or did you, no. were you the, the, the princess of the fake flower uh, industry? Mm-hmm. I like now I find myself like when I'm with my partner, Her Majesty will go out. I'll like touch shit because I'm so convinced. I'm like, is this shit fake? This Mm -hmm. shit looks too good. And then Mm -hmm. I'm like, or like I'll end up breaking a leaf on a real thing. And I'm like, oh, shit, my bad, my Mm -hmm. bad, my bad. And then other times when I find them, I'm like, I knew it. But that shit Mm. looks real good. That looks fantastic. Maybe maybe this speaks to our whole thing about like what is real. Right, truly. Things, yeah. are, things that are fake look so real, and some things that are real look fake because they look so real. And then at that point, that's that's such an Aquarius thing to say. Yeah. <laughs> oh wait, are you an Aquarius? Oh, Sagittarius. Yeah, yeah, yeah I knew that. Yeah, yeah, that yeah, that's yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. You're probably Aquarius. Miles? Okay. Yeah, yeah, Aquarius was probably it's somewhere in your chart though. I it's a moon. It's yeah. a sun. It's a yeah. yeah. It's, it's a, a moon. Thing. It's a mood. You know, it's, that's a wheel. It's, it's a sure. It's a vibe. It's a vibe. yeah. <laughs> it's all vibes. It's all vibes. All right, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to talk some news. We'll be right back. 
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch. You guys, uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals. Uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha. And they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth, warm in the tum tum is not their slogan yet. Uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. And we're back. Um, want to check in with the Republicans uh, because last Tuesday they got a bit of a shellacking, I think some people would say, in uh, elections across the country. Uh, someone call it wake up call number maybe 73, 75, that their full frontal attack on abortion rights and protections for transgender people is not a winner somehow. Just doesn't. There's not a lot of data to back that up. Um, we saw losses for moms for liberty candidates across the country and in Ohio specifically candidates that ran under like no rights for anyone except cis dudes lost 73 percent of their races. OK, that's. 
that's not a good that's not a good success rate when no. you when you control the entire state election maps and things like that and you're going you're you're getting around a 25% success rate. And so for a second, I thought maybe they would realize that this is one of the worst f- platforms to run on in the modern era. But pretty much everyone except for like a handful of Republicans basically doubled down uh, on this. In Ohio, specifically, again, the response from Republicans that lost their fight to stop abortion rights from being enshrined in the state's constitution figured that the immediate response should be going after trans rights again, even though that was a a losing formula for their candidates. And like in this very sadly transparent act of desperation and hatred, state legislators put hearings on the books like immediately after Tuesday to discuss new bans on gender affirming care, bathroom laws and fucking drag shows. And these are all things that we've seen, like drag show bans have been struck down in courts across the country. And we're like, what? What is for, for real? What is going on? Again, for the people in the back, 73% of the candidates running on this kind of shit lost. But again, that hasn't stopped the other losers uh, to deny the reality that they are very, very, in fact, wrong. Um, I mentioned on Monday about uh, the the RNC chair, Ronna McDaniel. She insisted that they are right. And it is reality that is wrong about why we should keep running on this terrible, terrible platform. Let me play this for you. This isn't true. Listen, I'm proud to be a pro-life party, but we can we can win on this message. The American people are where we are, and they want common sense limitations. They want more access to a, uh, to adoption. We want to make sure that there's pregnancy crisis centers. These are things we can win on, but we have to talk about it. And you can't hide in a corner and think abortion's not going to be an issue. Oh, okay. So, uh, for the record, we can win on this message. Did you hear her her literally almost say people want more access to abortion? (laughs) Stop herself and say adoption. She literally almost said it. She knows she's she's lying through. Let me let me do that one more time. Yeah, I didn't quite catch that. And they want common sense limitations. They want more access to uh, to adoption. (laughs) Adoption. 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 Yeah. Yeah. One adoption. That's what I meant. Everyone gets a free bop it. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, it's horrible. Yeah, let's it, go further right. You know, like, it, oh, people don't already want this far as far right as these policies are. Let's keep going further. See if they're turning the dial. I say <laughs> let them do way. it. Yeah. I, I mean, say it, if they keep mm-hmm. losing. Go ahead. Go it for makes it. it very easy. Yeah, <laughs> it makes it very easy that knock you know, yourself you, out. You, as a, yeah, if you're running against a Republican, you have to be again, like we've said, you just gesture to them and be like, right. so there's this person just so yeah. you know. Okay. Yeah. And I'm not even gonna tell you what I believe. I'm just I'm just telling you I'm not this person. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, sure, I get helping adoption outcomes is fine, but you need to couple that with like actual care for people and like kids that are in foster care, like actually look at it holistically if you're talking about adoption, but that's not what it is. You just throw that out no. because it's an alternative. And then I'm so bored with this shit. Like it's so boring. Like can't right? they oh, it's so frustrating too. It's just like it's all of these buzzwords just to get people like riled up and no one's riled up anymore. I think people are just dead inside at this point because it's just like the same shit over yes. and over and over and over and over again. Like, and even with their own base, like you have to remember, it's your own base that's also voting to enshrine fucking abortion rights in the state constitution. That's not just because the libs came out. That's right. because uh, even your own your own base is like, well, I don't. That, that shit sounds just fucking wild to me. But yet mm-hmm. they insist, right? And then they're like, oh, of course, we want common sense limitations. Again, those are still limitations on health care. So miss us with that shit. And crisis pregnancy centers 
are not someplace you go for compassionate care if you're having trouble with pregnancy or you're conflicted. You, they are bait and switch operations aimed at discouraging people from having abortions like and yeah. keeping the pregnancy no matter what through the power yeah. of prayer or whatever they want to offer you there. So, yeah, I read I read something about one of those crisis uh, centers that they show you like a fake ultrasound where the baby like, oh, God actually looks bigger than it actually would would actually be and then it also like has a little like thought bubble like hi mom <laughs> no way <laughs> <Too bad. laughs> it's it's signing like, its first nba contract like yeah. in the womb where it's, it's like, like this baby's a cash cow but, yeah, yeah you, you don't want to abort this one it's gonna Mm-mm. be it's gonna go places this is gonna yeah, be your um, sandra bullock uh vehicle right here right you go in there and you're like uh i just came here to fuck with you i am not pregnant so what was that? They're like, fuck. So uh, I need surgery because I don't know how. Did I swallow this thing? Like, what happened? How yeah, did like, get inside me? And also, this is a wildly unprofessional sonogram machine. If it's giving me yeah. thought bubbles, please, mm-hmm. please, please don't leave. And me. only like, in English. Only yes. thought bubbles in English. Yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah. Of mm-hmm. course. Of course. Yeah. Because <laughs> those those fetuses better. They better. They better know what time it is. No yeah, country right, you're right. in. Fetus. Yeah. So, we, we, we produce American fetuses here that speak English yes, in America. You. Okay. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I don't. That The thought bubble can only do the official language of the United mm-hmm. States. If, if the mm-hmm. thought bubble is in, is in Spanish, we're, we're like, yes, please abort it. Like that. Yeah. They actually are okay with it. Yeah. They're like, they're like we're going to we're going to have to call ICE yeah. now right. uh, because this is that's this the is place. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. OK, I want to move on to talking about uh, our laws uh, around distracted driving, because this is kind of I didn't. So I think all of us, we 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 were there the era I was in high school and college or in the aughts where like we were filled with stories of like we were just told constant stories about distracted driving. Like, don't you can't, do you, people are getting into serious, sometimes fatal accidents, you know, because of this, this thing called the cell phone. People are texting and calling each other while driving. And that was sort of the big threat back then. But now, like, it's, like I'll just just for the record, it turns out every state except Montana <laughs> enacted some kind of texting <laughs> while driving ban. Like, which is very interesting. So, hey, if you want your freedom to fucking drive and crash yeah. into whatever the fuck you want because you're distracted, uh, go to big sky country. Mm-hmm. But technology has evolved. And nowadays, I feel like we all see it. I've been catching people watching full on movies on their phones while driving, like holding it, watching like a movie or a motherfucker's FaceTiming and driving or watching YouTube and not only do we have like dashboard mounts that can now just like fully put a cell phone screen in our eyeline, but like a lot of the newer cars also have big ass screens as part of the dashboard. And some of them you can hack to basically be a fucking TV or like mm-hmm. or play games off of it while you're operating a motor vehicle. Mm-hmm. A recent survey showed that an embarrassing amount of people are casually driving and watching about 25 percent of drivers reported watching movies, TV shows, or video clips while driving at some point in the last 30 days. About 15% of them said they do, or 15% of respondents said they did it regularly. 20% said they made video calls regularly in the previous month, and 15% recorded and posted video. And millennials, 25 to 34, I aged out of that group. (laughs) What's wrong with y'all? Get it together. They have the highest rates watching videos, playing games, and scrolling social media while driving. For the record, Sarah, have you ever recorded and posted video while driving? I just I don't I don't want to put you on blast, but 
Do you, are there? Well, yeah. I mean, driving's boring. You gotta be doing <laughs> something you. else while you're doing it. Like if you're not drunk, um, which you shouldn't mm-hmm. be drunk. You know, you mm-hmm. should right, be right. posting a video, obviously, of you driving. I don't know. I've never actually. I never done that before. But, right. Um, yeah, I just think that there's a lot of people that feel like they can handle it. You know, they're like, I can do this. Oh and yeah. Because because they grew up with screens, and so mm-hmm. I just think right. that then they then they get into an accident, and so it's just an awful situation of of uh, Darwin physics. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like you were watching like Great British Bake Off, like while yeah. driving on Mulholland. That's a windy <laughs> road. You shouldn't yeah. do that. Sadly, like a lot of the laws on the books across the country. They're so vague that watching and driving are perfectly legal in some instances because some states just like some states have laws on their book that just explicitly ban watching TV broadcasts. So you can't literally anything. ABC, NBC. (laughs) They better not. You better not be watching local broadcast television. Oh, you on the CBS app? Yeah, yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. That's fine. That's fine. fine. Oh, my God. Corporations have taken over everything. (laughs) But Mm -hmm. and so like and only 18 states have right laws right now that actually ban it while the rest of the laws in the country are either so vague that it could go either way or just like not banned at all. So so banning means that like an officer can pull you over if he sees you doing that. And so that's a good deterrent. Yeah. 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 If it's banned, then they'd be like. They're on your phone. You can't be like, well, I wasn't watching broadcast TV. They're like, it doesn't right. matter what the fuck you were doing. That's, <laughs> right. that's bad. Paramount Plus. Some yeah. states, like in Texas, I think you could be like, this is Netflix, fam. So No, I was watching mm-hmm. Texas Rangers. Oh, okay. That's fine. Oh, okay. You're yeah, in yeah, Texas, so it's okay. Exactly. Like, certain right, right. shows are okay Like while you're yeah. I was watching the World Series. Right. Like, hold on. Was that being broadcast on television? You're like, fuck, mm-hmm. you got me, man. He's like, but hey, Damn. we just won, so you're free to go. Pardon. Now, are I people playing it. video games while driving? That would be interesting. Like that's why I've seen some Candy Crush like swiping ass activities from people driving. Mm-hmm. It did not look like they were punching in an address. It's like you were playing a fucking puzzle game while mm-hmm. driving. Mm-hmm. Can I tell a story that might get me in trouble? Go ahead. We <laughs> all have stories well, that might. Get I think the statute of limitations is is over on this, but okay. I actually did rear end somebody while I was looking at my calendar, my on my phone. This was like fifteen you're busy. years ago. Yeah, so you had to go through all the all and the I got and I got out of the ticket by like leaning over enough into the into the cop's car that he could see most of my breasts. <laughs> Wait, you were leaning into the cop's car? Wait, what do you mean? So <laughs> he was riding. He was so he was in he was in his um in his cruiser or whatever writing the ticket, and I got out of my car <laughs> and I walked back there and I like. He opened the door and I was leaning over. And I was like, this really wasn't my fault. And I could t- he was looking like right down my shirt and I was just like letting him. And he was like, well, maybe we could go out sometime. And I was like, yeah, I'd love that. Yeah. And I got out of the ticket. So Wow. Well yeah. done. God. Yeah. That I was mean, Mr. Yeah, that, right. That's a skill move. <laughs> Mr. Far right. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Mr. Far right. Exactly. I, but I don't think I that would work now. So. Yeah. Mm-mm. I mean, obviously, no, like, you know, not. like laws won't change the problem right away. But like to your point, Sarah, like knowing something's illegal does usually help someone's like risk assessment to right. know. Like, I put on a seatbelt all the time in the back seat. Yeah. Because I know it's illegal not to. Mm-hmm. And I'm also, scared. I've just seen like, I've you know, just people not wearing seatbelts. Like I know a few who were trying to be cool got in a like light accident. If had they been wearing a seatbelt, they wouldn't have just been like you know, boggled in the back seat like yeah. like a pair of cheap dice. 
But I think I think young person. people just don't think that anything's going to happen. You know, I just didn't think I was. You know, I thought I was going to be fine. So I right. just don't think there's yeah. going to be any consequences. I'm definitely guilty at an occasional low key look at something frivolous. But it's wild how because in my mind, like, yo, you can't be on your phone. Like, I keep that shit real low, which is actually mm-hmm. worse because like then my eyeline is completely down that mm-hmm. I've had to definitely reassess now that like I'm a parent. Uh, but I'm. Blake, I think you were you were telling me earlier, like you have no temptation ever. You're so you're so good about this. No, I'll only like record videos to promote road dates. But other than that, <laughs> I won't I won't do anything like road at all. dates. It's, it's more yeah, my, my stand up dates is the only time I'll I'll use uh use the phone when I'm driving. But I won't watch broadcast I would never watch something on broadcast. Like I would never watch a live event. Okay, good. Ever, ever on my mm. phone. Rory Scovel had a really funny joke. I think this was almost like eight or 10 years ago at this point where on Conan, he was talking about how states were starting to ban texting while driving. And Rory, for some reason, was using a Southern accent for no, and didn't address it on Conan. He just did it in a Southern accent the whole time. Right. He goes like, but we, we're just getting good at it. He goes like, why are they banning it just when we're getting, you don't look at it the whole time. You just look down, up, down, up. And it was just such a funny, such a funny joke. So that's what I'm here to promote. Uh, Rory Scovels Scovels, (laughs) from 10 years ago. (laughs) It is true. There is like that sense of confidence of like, you're like, nah, bro, there's other people that need to get their shit together. But I mean, the worst is when you're in a lift and like the the driver has like three phones and they're looking (sighs) at what directions on one and they're texting on another. And you're like, what am I supposed to do about this? Yeah. You know, what's interesting. They said uh, for people who are like, especially gig workers, like in the gig economy, Mm -hmm. we're like four times likely to engage in distracted driving. And like, you know, you hear anecdotally, like they're like, yo, bro, like my fucking Uber driver had a full on iPad on like watching tv while we were driving around he's like but right. I, I, yeah. I was also watching that show so i figured fuck it like, <laughs> and, and, and it's how they're supposed to get like for you know, uber drivers lyft drivers it's how they also make additional money where while yeah, they're right. driving you they'll get a notification from lyft or uber saying hey do you want to take this boom, ride boom, and boom. It's, yeah and then it's like boom boom they have to do the math they can see on the map where they're going so it is just inherently distracting to be able to do that while you're working like that's the game of it and right yeah what i don't it? know what they should do do you remember when they would sometimes <laughs> bring like a friend in the car with them? Did that ever happen? Oh. You were early Uber. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They would just, some of them would just have a buddy. Like, like in the front, front seat. They're like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. They're like, that oh, there's my happened friend Rachel. To both of you? Yeah. yeah. It's definitely happened, happened in like, LA. Like a bunch of times, yeah. It was in Where LA. At first, thing, I was like, is this shady? But like, I don't know. It was like a short ride. So I was like, whatever. Like, I feel like, you know, I could, I could handle myself. Well, Justin is saying his sister just happened. That happened to his sister. Yeah, like it, it, happens. It, it, it happens. It happens sometimes. And do you report it? Because that seems weird. Uh, I mean, not, I don't know. I'm like, it's, it's hard They're enough. Cool. Like, yeah, trying to trying to fucking get your like, you know, grinding it like that. I'm like, whatever, man. Like, if, yeah, if, if I catch you again doing that, then maybe I'll be like, do you have like, does your does your mm-hmm. friend have to be drinking wine out the bottle straight up yeah. there? Is he or paying if, to be in this car? Yeah. Or if they bring a baby and they're like, hold this baby while, while yeah. I drive you. Yeah. <laughs> At that point, I'm like, something. Yeah, like I, you have terrible judgment. Me, fine. I mean, this baby looks mm-hmm. cute. I'll, yeah, fine. I'll rock the baby mm-hmm. to sleep. But yeah. Please stay safe out there and and don't try and and wiggle your way through the laws. Distracted driving is bad. Okay, that is the, that's the official. Mm-hmm. That's my hot take today. 
And that's why this is only an audio podcast because we're saving lives. Exactly. Exactly. We do, I do, <laughs> certainly don't want to distract you with my grizzled visage. Um, <laughs> certainly not. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about uh, someone you know a bit about, uh, Sarah, Donald Trump. And specifically, though, Trump's social media. What if media I didn't know company. anything about Sarah? And I was like, oh, I didn't think this was Sarah's politics at all. <laughs> Did you work for it? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a kind um, of a curveball. <laughs> I, would, I would love to, to just like have it erased from my brain so I could be like, Who's Donald Trump? Like, yeah, right. Wait, what? Who is that? <laughs> Never heard yeah. of this person. But oh my god, I guess kids are having to learn about him as a president, huh? Yeah, they're yeah. just learning about him. Yeah, There's some kids yeah, that I... are just for the first time. Like, wow. Yeah, seriously, it's oh my god. Yeah, like it's like when I was like like Reagan was a president when I was born, and I just remember like my dad all the time be like, "You don't, you don't want to know about Reagan's ass," and I'm like, "I'm right. four, but like, <laughs> sure." <laughs> He's like, he's like, you know what he did to people that need help? He fucking left them out to dry. And I'm like, I, okay, all right, Dad. All I'm, right. I'm so hungry. I have my my. I wrote like um a journal when I was like 13, and um Bush Bush was president, and I put this in the book like um and it was like it, it the Iraq War was starting, and I was I wrote like oh Bush made a speech and it was really good. Like I was such a little <laughs> Republican, right? Yeah, <laughs> You're like we have to support our troops. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And protect Kuwaiti interests. You're like, wait, what the fuck? <laughs> I don't know what that you're is. Parroting, you're parroting State Department talking points now. <laughs> but like Truth Social specifically, right? Uh, we've like we've heard how just like much of a disaster it's been like that they needed to merge with a company in order to survive. And like they needed like a bunch of the shareholders to vote to approve this merger. Well, that happened and it bought them a bit of more time to survive. But Kirkland Signature Twitter, as we know it, is not quite working out as a business uh, entity. So this deal that they've been planning with Digital World Acquisition Corp, which is a special purpose acquisition company, basically companies that are meant to take private companies public, like has, has given us a few details into what's happening. And what we found out is that, quote, since early 2022, Truth, Truth Social, which is owned by Trump Media and Technology Group, made $3.7 million in net sales. And lost seventy three million dollars, <laughs> huh? But they made <laughs> the rest of it. You're going negative. They yeah, made sorry. money. Yeah, focus on that. That's a lot of money. Is. Yeah, that's a yeah. lot of money. So you've made almost four million dollars. I'm like, well, no. Well, then don't talk that mess about Truth Social. You know what I mean? You can't make money without losing money. That's just that's nah. true. That's true. You know, it is true. That's that also how true. degenerate gamblers think at, at a at a table when they're like, "Dude, right. you got to lose six thousand to win nine thousand. and you're like, <laughs> "This oh, is an investment." No, yeah, I sure sure it is, man. Can you let go of my wrist though? <laughs> but yeah, they apparently they've just been constantly hemorrhaging money. Um, like from the mo- like from the first six months, they lost twenty three million money in the is first it? six is months. Is it Trump's money? I think it's money that's been put in by Trump and other investors. investors yeah, who want to, who are like, yeah, we'll back you because social media is too so woke and they're censoring free speech. They're not. Mm-hmm. That we, we got it. We need a place for our own. And I don't know if you remember when Truth Social was announced, it was part of like this like, like six headed hydra of like a media entity that Trump was like talking about. Like there was going to be TM, what is it, Trump Media something group plus uh what do they call it tmtg plus which is like their answer to everyone putting out a streaming service that said to offer programs including but not limited to blue collar comedy 
canceled shows, Trump-specific programming, faith-based shows, family entertainment, shows that embrace the Second Amendment, and news. You know who's cleaning up? You know who's really cleaning up? Who? People who know HTML. Yeah. They're just like, you know what? Yeah, let me build you a site. I can do that for you. And these these idiots are just like, yeah, okay, let's build a look. Anybody can build a social media site now. Anybody. Right, mm-hmm. right, right, right. Exactly. They're like, yeah, yeah. Uh, let's see. My cost will probably be like three million. Yeah. Like, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Okay. Yeah, for no sure. problem. For sure. Actually, you know what? The bill this month is eighty million. Sorry. Oh you wait, know? wait. Hold on. How many people did you want? You did, did you want millions of people using it? Oh <laughs> yeah. yeah, millions. Okay, so it's a dollar per user that you think will oh, use it. So God. what you, you said about forty? Yes. Yeah, so let's do it for forty. Um, oh, it's yeah, it's fucking wild. But apparently, Trump Media and Technology Group Plus TMTG Plus also completely it gone. It's 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 completely it, it gone. gone. It gone. It gone. Yes. It it mm-hmm. what it's you know what I mean. It gone dot com. It gone it, doc, yeah. Go to it gone dot com where you can watch canceled shows. <laughs> canceled shows is the fun, and it's not like community, you know, like with yeah, like yeah, little yeah, cults. No. Yeah, it, but like they what have a cult would it be like that? Cults follow them. Yeah. That first it's season, the Roseanne reboot. Yeah, the first yes. season of the Roseanne reboot. Basically, yeah. they're like after that, no, no, yeah. basically mm-hmm. not. We or they'll have like we'll have uh, outtakes from Community when Chevy Chase was saying racist shit. Mm-hmm. If that's it, we could make that a show. But yeah, canceled shows is so it's funny because that I, it's so I, vague. I just, I just want to yeah. be in the room like when they were pitching this, and I said like, we're gonna call it Truth Social. Mm-hmm. Right. It's like the yeah. truth, but it's also social. Oh my! It's gonna God. be great. It. Where did you find this person? <laughs> he sells Coke to Don Jr. <laughs> oh, great. <laughs> We're going to find Hunter's laptop on this thing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, bro. We'll find that, dude. We'll fucking find everything, man. But we're going to call this TMTG Plus, man. Yeah, fucking canceled shows, dude. Fucking guns and shit. Fucking God, dude. Family. Yeah, dude, it's fucking sick. <laughs> I'm going to invest. I'm going to invest. I think this Perfect. is a great oh, idea. Yeah. These yeah. young guys, man, they have ideas. I mean, you've, you've spent some time in the tech world. I'm sure you've seen some... You see, you've been in rooms when I've people been are. In, I've been in it. I've been yeah, in like yeah. We, I mean, what? How do you think it's actually working out? Like when people come up with like what transparently bad ideas and like, yeah, yeah, yeah okay, cool, let's go, that's a go, mm-hmm. that's a go. I, I, th- I just feel like Trump and all of these guys—they're just so stupid, you know. And I don't <laughs> mean to use the word stupid in just a mean way, but they're just. And so I. I that's when I say like people who know how to build these things are cleaning up. Like I think that they are agnostic. Like they don't actually care about the, the politics. Right. It's a check. They're just there to be like, Hey, yeah, like we can build you a site. Yeah. Let's call it true social. No problem. You know, mm-hmm. it's, it's got no um, security. It's got no privacy. It doesn't work at all. It doesn't work <laughs> at all. Okay. It, work. <laughs> um, it is held together with like spit, you know what I mean? But, truly. but, but truly Trump is like, okay, let's keep funneling money into it. You know, it's like they found the mark. They found the guy, mm-hmm. yeah, they right. found the guy who would pay for it, you know? Right. Yeah. And I think, cause then everybody is so hypnotized by the IPO. That that's why they're like, dude, I'm holding on, man, because hopefully we take this thing public and I can cash out on oh this uncashable check. Oh, my God. These, Truth Social IPO. Bags. That'll be the day. I know. That, but this is what I can't wait. What, what's interesting, too, I just found out is the the special like what was it? The special purpose special acquisition purpose company, acquisition. the SBAC mm-hmm. that is meant to take Truth Social public. There's also like there's a new agreement that was just brought to light between the two parties that like they can terminate this deal now at any moment, starting from like October 31st, to, like November 20 something. So I yeah. don't know if like these 
this this trickle of stuff right now is meant to be like, yeah, actually, we're we don't want it. We're now we did we had some additional due diligence and yep. it yep. ain't diligence. So yeah, it's the it's the tech bros cleaning up, and now it's the finance bros cleaning up. It's just right? they're just cleaning up. Yeah, the exactly. different lovable bro. Just yeah. a different lovable cross section of bros. But I mean, but you know, Elon has has ruined Twitter too. So I'm just like every site is just falling apart. Every Truly. social media site to me is just completely falling apart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we we're talking about this like last week about how like millennials especially are in a weird place like for, you know, being there for the beginnings of using the internet whether it was like AOL and shit like that or Tumblr, you know what I mean? Like we've seen everything mm-hmm. come and go, MySpace and like now we're watching it all fucking just go to shit. And mm-hmm. like it does, like at least for me, we were saying like personally, I was like, yeah, it completely I'm not really interested in using it. Like there's no magic to it that there was initially. And I don't know that's because there's a bunch of like weird ass, you know, hateful people and bots and shit that are ruining or like because we're just seeing it evolve in these weird, like profit centric ways. They're like, yeah. oh, no, man, it's just fucking it's, shitty. Yeah, the- No, I was going to say, it's like interesting to where I think you see, or from my point of view, you hear about like acquisitions on the news, you read about them, but like they don't really affect you on a day, like on a day to day level. And then when Elon took over Twitter, I think that's the first one that's been primarily like front and center in my life where obviously you see the hate on there and how, you know, like that's been perpetuated. And even from something as small as just because he fired so many engineers there, just some stuff like you were saying, there, it just doesn't work where I'm like, oh, like, let me look up the the, the analytics on this. And it's like, nope. yep, sorry, this doesn't work right now. And we're like, no. like what is going on? I'm, oh, maybe it'll work tomorrow. And it's just there's just things in the app that technically don't work anymore because he made yeah. so many cuts in so many the, brutal ways. The search, the search, the trending terms like uh, the other day, trending God, Hitler, death. Yeah. yeah. Like, I mean, what is why are these things trending? You click on it. You can't you don't even know why they're trending anymore. Yeah. It's just right. cool, such cool. a. <laughs> Yeah, right now, uh, Will Smith and 99% Hitler are trending. <laughs> as we yeah, Hitler's been trending for a year and a half. Every yeah. day. Hitler what is, is going on on this app? Yeah. Oh, Hitler is, Hitler is so in, especially with that last Trump speech uh, where he's calling his oh. enemies vermin. Uh, but anyway, yeah, yeah the, we will see what happens. It turns out, though, like if the merger doesn't go through, Truth Social and TMTG may not survive is the quote. Oh, my God. I'm going to have to analyst. delete my account. Yeah, I know, I know, yeah. I know. And Joe I gotta Biden, move my stuff over to yeah. somewhere else. Hey, download all your data. <laughs> remember what remember was like, download all your data, man. Just get it all yeah. off there before they get rid of it. Get all your yeah. truth social data off there. I was thinking about delete. You know, I, I really do want to get off social media at some point. Like, I really yeah. do. have do have this vision of just not being on anything. But like, I love my handle so much and I've had it for so long that I wouldn't want someone to take it over. You know? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, just, yeah, just do, like, maybe we should have, like, the right to have, like, uh, internet posthumously squatting on a handle kind of thing. I love that idea. We just need to, we're going to retire this handle, and Mm -hmm. it will not be used for evil, and we can use it as a, you know, a, a reserve for fantastic thoughts and musings. Okay, let's take a quick break. We'll be right back to, I guess, talk about Elon again, or at least how bad of a boss he is right after this. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. 
Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien. I've got to tell you guys about something new. I've been trying this year. I've been drinking Health Aid Kombucha. I'm on the booch, you guys. Uh, if you're not familiar, it's a fermented, bubbly probiotic tea that's good for your gut. It's blended with real fruit juice. It's super thirst-quenching, a little sweet, a little tangy, very refreshing. Uh, comes in delish flavors like Pink Lady Apple, Passion Fruit Tangerine, Ginger Lemon is a personal fave. Uh, you guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink alternative to soda that instead of uh, making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, uh, it was thirst quenching and made your tummy feel good. Since they sent me a box of Health Aid Kombucha, I've been drinking far fewer unhealthy soda pop and far more Health Aid Kombucha, and they make my tummy feel all warm and good. Cold in my mouth. Warming the tum-tum is not their slogan yet. Uh, you can have it, Health Aid. If you want to give it a try and see how great you can feel, look for the brown bottle with an anchor and make Health Aid Kombucha your go-to for a healthier, happier you. And we're back. Um, SpaceX, speaking of Elon, they just announced that they may try launching their Starship rocket for a second time this Friday if they get approval from the FAA. And this comes fresh off the heels of an extremely damning investigation from Reuters. They uncovered, quote, over 600 previously undisclosed workplace injuries at SpaceX facilities since 2014. This is including everything from like cuts, lacerations, fucking head injuries to amputations. People have been in comas and tragically even death. One employee apparently died uh, recently after sitting on some cargo that was being hauled on a trailer with no straps. And the guy said, oh, no straps. I'll just lay on top of this insulation. 
so we can get it from point A to point B. And hopefully my body weight will keep this from blowing off the, the fucking truck. Tragically, a gust of wind blew him and the insulation off. And he was, unfortunately, he was killed. Like, he was pronounced dead at the scene. OSHA, basically, like, I think, or any or anyone who just heard what happened, uh, found that SpaceX had, quote, failed to protect the employee from what they say was a clear hazard. But it turns out, like, that's just kind of just a sample of how bad some people are getting injured there. Uh, one man was smacked in the head uh, with it while they were testing an engine in 2022. Apparently, like they were doing a pressure test of a Raptor V2 rocket engine. That's a tongue twister. And like like a piece of the rocket blew off and fractured the skull of employee Francisco Cavada, and it put him in a coma. And the port reportedly SpaceX has, quote, ignored the family's attempts to find out why he wasn't protected. And just I know I said 600 injuries since 2014, but it's really important to note that that is only a portion of the total case count. Because while OSHA requires companies to report injuries annually since 2016, SpaceX facilities have, quote, failed to submit reports for most of those years. So this is like when things were just bad enough. And like the punishments are, as we say all the time, fines don't deter billionaires, especially when the fines are a few hundred dollars to seven thousand dollars. Like the fine for the guy who lost his life they they only had to pay a $7,000 fine for oh that. God. And it's not like, you know, I know people be like, well, maybe working on rocket ships is like a fucking hazardous gig. Not nah. like when you compare this to the space industry average, they are blowing records out. So in 2022, the injury rate at their Brownsville facility in Texas was 4.8 injuries per or illnesses per 100 workers. That's six times higher than the space average industry of 0.8 per 100 workers. And the reason for this, this is where Elon comes in, is fucking Elon and his hatred of like regulations. Like he mm-hmm. believes that employees should, quote, be responsible for protecting themselves. Mm-hmm. Uh, how? I'm sorry. How, how does that work? And also, like when he would go to do like safety visits to sites, he would tell people, Please take he didn't want people wearing safety yellow vests because he dislikes bright colors and oh, for fuck's sake. would also be like walking around sometimes with one of his dumbass flamethrowers during a mm-hmm. fucking safety visit. Like, what are you talking about? People this is, think this guy's a genius, by the way. I know. Mm-hmm. I know. It just mm-hmm. shows you what like hair plugs and a few billion dollars can do. And suddenly mm-hmm. you're the new fucking well, Tony Stark <laughs> or whatever the fuck it is. He also doesn't like airbags on cars because they're too round. Oh he said, God. too. So he doesn't want them. <laughs> Seatbelts. <laughs> Seatbelts will wrinkle your shirt, actually. So I don't like yeah, them. He, yeah. Do away with them. It's an aesthetic uh, thing. What were you going to say, Sarah? Oh, no, I was I was going to say I have a uh, my a chapter in my book. This is a joke I had about how like when it, we were at Google, like we had like an ergonomic chair protect your body while your soul was dying inside because like <laughs> they were so obsessed with ergonomics they were so obsessed with carpal tunnel syndrome wow. they didn't want us to get carpal tunnel they didn't want our, our posture to be bad they had standing desks so we could stand and sit you know it was so they were so obsessed with us protecting our bodies and so like this is wild to me the right. the, the trajectory of of tech in general i feel like yeah this is bad for spacex and elon but i think a lot of industries, they've really started to care less about worker health in general. 
Oh, I'm sure. I mean, it, I think, yeah, because like, like, like Google and places like that, it seems a little insidious, too, because they're like, no, we need you healthy so we can get every motherfucking ounce right. of life out right. of that corpse. Yeah, all the perks that were there were so that you would stay, you yeah. know, so that you it's, wouldn't leave the building. Yeah, it's like when yeah. people talk about how they make, like, Wagyu beef, and they, like, they fatten them up, they give them massages, they spit beer into mm. their coats and rub it in, so they get to the point that their flesh is worth more than any other meat mm-hmm. out there. <laughs> like, right. Right, right, right. It's for the slaughter. It's for the slaughter. But Uh so apparently he like Elon Musk defends this attitude because like in tech, it's always like move fast and break skulls or I think that's break everything. Oh, break everything. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Break every bone Mm -hmm. in your body. He Mm -hmm. says because SpaceX is, quote, on an urgent quest to create a refuge in space from a dying Earth. Please. Can you go do that? Can he go first? Like put him there first and him and Grimes can populate Mars. Yeah, exactly. Right. And those other like weird billionaires who are like, just like, they're like, I need oh, my sperm everywhere. All like, the billionaires. I, yeah. yeah. Or or the, or the guy who's like using his kid's blood to like keep him young, like have yeah. him go there as well. Yeah. Please. That's fun. Just, there's yeah, no amount of therapy. <laughs> yeah. We, we actually need refuge from billionaires. So yeah, yeah mm-hmm. please go there because actually I believe with all the private flights and stuff, like the top 1% are going on. I think that would help tremendously along with other things. I, I, but anyway. I guess I guess they don't have a union. I guess SpaceX and any of Elon's companies, none of those workers are unionized. I yeah, I wonder is there a space? I bet not because I mean I don't think he would ever allow that. Or yeah, ever, right. Yeah, I feel like happened. anyone would. Yeah, they're like I'm so proud to be hostile towards unions. Is usually like the take of, right. of these kinds of guys. Sarah, I thought you were asking if there was a billionaires union where <laughs> it's like oh, we've, <laughs> we've unionized as billionaires. So we can have our rights finally acknowledged <laughs> by society. Dude, I think that's literally in our future. That's going to happen. It is. That <laughs> it feels year. like it. Oh, yeah. It says mm-hmm. employees were were fired for speaking up about Elon Musk or talking about you. Okay. So it sounds like, yeah, that, par yeah, for the course, par for the course, right. par yeah. for the course. Yeah. But yeah, mm-hmm. like also because of this like rush to get us to fucking Mars, also meant that like employees have been taking like Adderall without prescriptions to like be able to fucking pull like wild hours and then falling asleep in bathrooms. Also to speed up the work, the company has literally been getting workers to weld rocket parts in a tent on the beach. And then like when the beach got too hot, they just hooked the people up to an IV and then sent them right back out there. And also in this like tent welding shop, apparently when the wind was blowing, they had to f- they had to shut the flaps and basically enclose everyone in a tent with like carcinogenic dust. So oh it's all very, it's all very, uh, it's all very Elon. Um, so we'll, we'll see what happens. This but is anyway. wild. This is a billion dollar company and they're treating yeah. employees like this. This is, I mean, it, I, I, I totally expect it in the Congo where they're trying to get diamonds out and stuff like that or yeah. whatever. But mm-hmm. it's, know, that, that model, God. it's, it's uh, yeah, they're, they're, you are merely uh, automatons meant to help us generate capital. But <laughs> what is the end game? OK, what's the end game? OK, so we have all of these people addicted to social media that's not working and they're all upset and their jobs are killing them. Like there's not going to be anybody left to buy the products that you're making. Okay, right. there's going to be no one around. Everybody's going to be gone. We're all going to be dead. So what's the end game? You're yeah. going to build robots to buy your products? Yeah. Like you're going to build robots <laughs> to make your products and then you're going to build robots to buy your products. And it's just going to be all robots, I guess. I guess right. that's the end or, game. Or it's the other one where they're like, well, you know, AI is going to be doing a lot of the work. So that's why, like, you know, you hear the very 
like cynical version of like, we need UBI. We need a universal basic income. And that's not because oh. they believe that people like we should just move to that and give like we have a basic income to live off of. But because they're like, but then when the fucking robots or AIs take their livelihood, they'll still have a little scratch to give back to us in the form of consumerism or something like that. Yeah. It's all it all works out in a very dark way or they're just they build their fucking bunkers in New Zealand and mm. are like, I'll hide. We had a mm-hmm. guest on a couple of weeks ago, Douglas Rushkoff, who like would talk to the billionaires who like build bunkers. And the way they talk is all like, how do I get them to not want like rebel against me? Like and take all the food. Can I like put like a like a detonator on their throat or something to to keep them in control? And they're like, you actually haven't thought any of this through. Ooh. Like you're what? Pa- you're pr- so yeah. they're scared that their workers are going to rebel. So they're figuring out a way to have their workers. Not so in the in them? the context of the apocalypse bunker, like where they said they've like some billionaires are like, I have a team of like ex paramilitary, oh, like the yeah yeah the people who bunker. protect. The Holy people who shit. will inevitably p- protect and labor for the billionaires in an apocalypse bunker. They're like, do I like make the code to the food something only I know? So that way, if I die, they also don't get anything. And it's also like it's I mean, and to your point, Sarah, it's that way of thinking that somehow helps you aggregate the kind of wealth to be a billionaire and also makes you a not human. So, oh, my God. Yeah. And that's why that's why like Zuckerberg and all these guys are trying to build this like city, this like city that no one else can get into mm-hmm. this like commune because right. they know this shit is going to hit the fan. Yeah. Or that or precisely that, like they know at the end of the day, it's like this relentless pursuit of wealth and making the lineup go in, infinitely is only destroying the earth, destroying the, the fabric of our society. And they're like, I don't know, we're responsible for it. But at the same time, let's build a thing to insulate ourselves yeah. from it. Yeah. The it's good thing is like every man for himself kind of yeah. mentality. Mm-hmm. I mean, the good news is those plans will not work. Like it feels like no matter what you do, because even the people who are like, and I'll build this and I'll build that and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, what if a part goes out for your, your, your HVAC? You know what I mean? You have no AC. Do you have someone on staff that can like manufacture the part that you would need to fix it? Or do you have someone with that capability? And like, oh, I don't know. And then and then what if that has a knock on effect on your green, your grow house that you say will provide your food? Because if that isn't temperature controlled, then what do you do? And then if you don't have the food growing or the water purification system, not just for you, but for your plants, and then they start going like. Well, this is very helpful. I do plan to be a billionaire. So it's good to know yeah. all this stuff yeah. going in. Yeah. Yeah. Just that's why I just. Yeah, just be one of those people that the no one wants to like. Well, the first person they think of when the shit goes down, like you know who you know who I'm going to pay a visit to, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, like yeah. just be on the be on the good side, please. I'll be on the good side. Also, maybe just like be a billionaire, but like don't tell anybody that you're a billionaire. That's probably a better way to do it. Yeah, secret billionaire. Yeah, I like the idea that in this billionaire city, there's still like a version of a poor billionaire where oh, you only have 1.5 billion. It's like you hear yeah. like Carl has a has an above ground bunker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. In that Michigan, it's in yeah. Michigan. Oh my it's god, in, you didn't get to New Zealand. Oh, poor guy, poor guy. Because <laughs> that's the other spot everyone's looking at is Michigan because all that yeah. fresh water. But anyway, let's move on to something just to wrap the show up. Something a little more pleasant. Andre Three Stacks. Andre 3000. He is releasing his fucking debut solo album. True. This like just just me doing my thing. This is Andre Benjamin. Here I am. The album is called New Blue Sun. And before like myself, I was like, oh, my God, Andre's back. <laughs> yes. Yes. Just gotta let 17 you know. years, right? Yeah. 
It's been so wow. long. The, Flew by. Um, this man, this is again, this <laughs> album is, quote, entirely made up of instrumental woodwind music. It's just him on the flute, which I'm like, that makes sense. I've seen him like he's always like I've seen. I feel like most of the videos I've seen of him recently are playing some kind of flute, which so people wouldn't be totally shocked. I apparently I didn't realize that uh, the track She Lives in My Lap, he played flute on that. Like he's playing woodwinds on that. Yeah. And also uh, Where's the Catch with James Blake. Uh, he played woodwinds. So I was like, oh, I, I, I had no idea. I was not familiar with your game, sir. And. There was like a there were like a couple of viral clips of him playing like a flute in an airport, but it's funny because, like, I think he knows how much his fans like love him as a rapper vocalist, and he's like a little apologetic. Like the first track of the album is this is the literal track of the first album. Quote this is track one. I swear, I really wanted to make a rap album, but this is literally the way this is literally the way the wind blew me this time. <laughs> <laughs> is the first track and he said even on the cover there's even a label that says warning no bars just wow. to let you know there will be no you will not hear his voice you will just hear maybe you'll hear a, a, a breath here and there as he's playing mm. but i'll take it. i love it i mean yeah i think it's sweet I, I think it's yeah i think it's cute like let him let him do his thing he's not bait and switching an anyone you know let him, yeah let him play his, his woodwinds yeah I think yeah. and also at, th at this point, too, like it's been so long where I, I've like I stopped holding my like I, I caught them when they had like a reunion tour, like in 2014. I was like, I was there for that. Yeah. I saw that. I got my fill. But also it's nice because I feel like so much of their, that work is like it's perfect. I'm like, yep, don't I don't we don't need to augment this if you want to. Mm -hmm. Sure. Go ahead. Like, you know, like I like big boys, other projects that he does. But with like Andre. I'll, yeah. yeah, he's always been so vibey that I'm like, I can't get mad. And I feel like most people feel the same way. Like, I know some people are like, what's he doing? Yeah. Playing a flute, but whatever. I just, I as an artist, it's so brave to do right. something so completely different. I mean, it really is. It's yeah. very inspiring. And it's also, it's also just like the, like the, that just little bit of consideration for his fans who know him mm -hmm. as a rapper vocalist where he's like, yeah, like, <laughs> the first track i swear i really wanted to make a rap album but this is literally the way the wind blew me this time i'm like that's fine and he's Just, really funny yeah but yeah i mean i am a, i don't know what the music i personally have never listened to an album of just woodwind instruments yeah. ever in my life but maybe this will start a whole new trend i don't know mm -hmm. yeah i i feel like people. i want to see him and lizzo do like a little thing oh yes. yeah a lot of flutes a lot of flutes going down a lot of flutes. Yeah, yeah i think we'll see i mean i i I've seen people say they've heard bits and pieces of it. I'm not sure, like, if maybe they're at a listening party or something like that. But it's, I don't know. I mean, from the people who claim to have heard it, they're like, it's it's pretty cool. It's, like, trippy. And I'm like, all right, I mean, yeah. I'm going to get high and listen to it. Yeah. Sure. Mm -hmm. I couldn't imagine Andre, like, he comes out, he's just playing, like, hot cross buns, like, with no backing track. <laughs> it's not good. Like, yeah. <laughs> Motherfucker playing a recorder? The fuck is this? <laughs> then I might the feel, I'd be like, bro. Went. You had a lot of time to fucking get that that recorder right, <laughs> but but I mean I think this will start a resurgence of recorder interest. Yeah, I remember yeah. I had a recorder. We yeah, all I wasn't it, it like was recorder not like like a part of the curriculum required. for a certain yeah. part? Did you yeah. play recorder, Blake? Did you have to play recorder? Yeah, that was my primary instrument. Yeah, no, no I'm no, serious. But, but I'm sure, serious. No, I, did okay, you have no to play bit. recorder? No bit. Yes, I did. Like that was because we had music class, and I think right. that was the only instrument because we had to buy it ourselves i remember but it was in, yeah. a, 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 in terms of instruments the most you know 
affordable instrument that you could possibly get. So yeah, yeah, no, we played like B A G B A G. Like that was uh, hot yeah. cross buns. hot cross buns. <laughs> of course, everybody, you fucking. That's the first track you learn on that shit that's is hot right. cross buns. That's right. You know what I mean? But <laughs> apparently, I didn't realize that. Like it's. Like the reason too is that it helps like with creative thinking skills, like finger mm. dexterity. Oh uh, my god, you, I didn't know that. Yeah, okay. I was like, "What the fuck?" I was like, "My teacher just a weirdo making us play this shitty plastic flute." But no, mm-hmm. there's. It turns out there is a reason. There's more mm. than just Mary had a little lamb. Mm. I'll have to look into it. But anyway, Sarah, thank you so much for joining us on the Daily Zeitgeist. It's been a pleasure. It's been wonderful talking mm-hmm. to you. Where can people find you? follow you, get your book, all that stuff and and hear more from you. Yeah. I mean, my book's available wherever books are sold. You can get it anywhere. It's on Kindle. There's an audio book that I recorded myself. So, you know, if you want to listen to it, you can do that while you're driving. And uh, you can go to sarahcpr.com for all my other info. Great handle. And is there a work of media, social or otherwise, uh, music, art, anything, something that's inspired you that you'd like to share with the class? Yeah, I love uh, Timothy Chalamet's kind of white SoundCloud rapper impression on SNL this past <laughs> weekend. It was at, I, I've watched it like 50 times at this point. It is so funny. It makes me crack up every single time. I don't know if you guys have seen it. No, no, no. I've got to watch it. it. Yeah, now I'm going to watch it. You I've have watched to watch SNL it. And, he, the yeah. way that he has just captured like dead eyes, but also just like just mumbling and just the bars. I mean, and he he says, "Yeah, I got this new track. It's a it's a <laughs> it's about capitalism." But he doesn't say <laughs> capitalism. He says capitalism. Capitalism. <laughs> and then he's like, "People Perfect. be capping all the time." <laughs> it's so funny. It's so funny. Oh, uh, you got <laughs> stop the cap. Stop the cap, y'all. Stop the cap. <laughs> break. I said break. Blake. Where can people yeah. find you, follow you, and, and all that good stuff? Uh, I'm at Blake we- at Blake Wexler <laughs> on all social media, and then my hour special, uh, Daddy Long Legs, is still streaming on YouTube. December first, I'm going to be in Asheville uh, at Catawba Brewing, and then December sixteenth, someone from the Zeit Gang which is the fans of the show help me set up. um, I'm going to start doing a monthly show in Brooklyn at strong rope brewing in Gowanus. So December 16th, our first show at 8 PM and uh, John helped set that up and happy birthday to Paul Garaventa, who is a listener. PG. Yeah. Yeah, We know PG. PG. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Yeah. PG is down with all the shows we make. Uh, Always appreciate all the support from Zeit gang. And guess what? We notice, we appreciate, we notice, we really do. We really do, because it allows me to continue to tell my family that I am a podcaster. And yes, that <laughs> is how I support myself. That was the goal. For this me. was so much fun. You guys are so much fun. I do have to I do have to say that this was enjoyable. Oh, oh Sarah, amazing. Sarah, You're Sarah so cool. cool you are a legend. Thank yeah. you. So that does mean a lot to us because you, you are very talented and exceptional. Mm-hmm. And like I said, uh, your reputation preceded you. And it's really great to have you. And it turns out you are a cool person. And not yeah, a shit cool. bag. We love that. We love that. Um, you can <laughs> you can find me uh, at Miles of Gray wherever they're serving at symbols. You can find um, our show, uh, the Daily Zeitgeist, at the Daily Zeitgeist on Twitter, at Daily Zeitgeist on Instagram. We've got a Facebook page, a website, dailyzeitgeist.com, where we post our episodes and our footnotes. Thank you, Blake. A little late, but I'll take it. Uh, and oh, I just want to say a regular tweet that, host. So, what do you want from me? I know, I know, I know. Uh, the tweet that I do like, I, I do want to shout out. Tweet. Um, 
at Sagistar BB, might be something to do with Sagittarians, said the quote, you don't owe anyone anything generation is the loneliest generation to date? Shocking. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Shocking. Great. Totally, totally, right. totally. Yeah, and also, let's say, let's see, uh, a song that we're going to write out on, obviously that's going to be in the footnotes, uh, is this mm. from this artist, Rugod, R-U-G-A-W-D. I think they're a bassist? But they have like this. This track is called "Almost," and like the album art for it is like a Hello Kitty, but like a Gundam. Uh, but the music is really kind of funky, futuristic. So if you like that kind of thing, check it out. Rugod, R U G A W D with "Almost." All right, that's gonna do it uh, for us today. We'll be back later to tell you what's trending, uh, and I guess we will see you then. Bye. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Turbocharge your customer experience results with Nice CX-1. Now you can rapidly scale extraordinary CX with the power of the cloud. Nice CX-1 is the most complete customer experience cloud platform and is trusted by thousands of organizations around the globe. With CX-1, you can deliver frictionless self-service as well as top-notch digital and agent-assisted interactions. Get cloud-powered CX at scale. Learn more at nice.com. That's nice.com. Hi, it's Jack O'Brien for HealthAid Kombucha. Uh, this bubbly probiotic tea blended with real fruit juice is deliciously thirst-quenching, uh, great for your gut health. HealthAid Kombucha comes in many flavors, Pink Lady Apple, your passion fruit tangerine, uh, ginger lemon is one of my favorites. It's organic, a great alternative to sodas and other sugary drinks. You guys know I'm a big soda fan. Well, what if I told you there was a fizzy drink that instead of making you feel like you were drinking chemicals, it made your tummy feel good? That is Health Aid Kombucha. Look for the brown bottle with an anchor in your local stores. Give it a try today. Makes my dang tum tum feel good. So make Health Aid Kombucha your go to for a healthier, happier you.